Dear God, we pray that Brian Stone make it through this day. In your name we pray. Whatever, dude. What would you say you do here? It's Stone's Weekly Dose. It's very hard to say my name correctly. I'm like, Brian! Yeah, Brian! <laughs> What's your deal, man? Well, you know what us ultra-liberals say. When it comes to drugs, lies are okay. Your midweek download destination. Finally, it's cool to be a Chattanooga. Finally, it's cool to embrace this city. When some of us have been saying this for 25 years... Mic drop. Turn off the podcast. It's Stone's Weekly Dose. Note to self, don't die, don't lie, don't change, and don't die. If you can get two out of three there, you're doing better than most everybody else. Welcome to the show for June 28th, 2017. Time flies, and I ain't got a thing to do with whether you're having any fun. My name is Brian Stone. Hello! This is the most listened to, the most downloaded, the most easily accessible podcast in the city of Chattanooga. This is the Stone On Air podcast in the weekly dose for June 28, 2017. Thank you for finding the show, however it is you do so. Might be through any of those podcasting apps. There's countless ones out there. If you got an iPhone, you already have one. If you're a lame ass like me and have an Android, which works perfectly fine and particularly actually better than an iPhone, but whatever... Then you have to actually go download one yourself. Sorry, your phone can't do everything for you. Sometimes you got to take some initiative and get out there and do it on your own. SoundCloud page or, as always, at the website at stoneonair.com. Thank you for finding the show. So coming up on today's show, a couple of different things. Um, I I have two different opens for the show that has different verbiage. If, If you're not paying close attention or care at all, which is probably, you know, a lot of you, uh, there's different wording in it. And I use this one today that says, um, finally, it's cool to be a Chattanooga. Finally, it's cool to embrace this city because for a very long time it wasn't. And I have been involved with trying to promote the really the music scene more than anything, but the entire just kind of arts scene overall for, I don't know, the better part of 20 years. And it was not cool for a long time. It was looked up, it was frowned upon by most anybody who had anything to do with the quote-unquote entertainment scene of the city, which it was awfully lame for a long time. And now it's, now it's cool to do that. And so there's lots and lots and lots of people who are getting involved with that. And good, I'm good for you, and, and I'm glad. Um, I was doing it since way before it was cool, and so are a lot of people that I know. It's not just me. I'm not just doing something that out of the ordinarily uh, extraordinary that a lot of my peer group wasn't already doing back in uh, back in the day. So there's um, there's a one kind of angle I'm going to take today, and I know there's a lot of people who I reach out to me because I ask. I love constructive criticism. A lot of people don't do so well with constructive criticism, and I'm going to get to some of those examples here in just a few minutes. But I love constructive criticism. And I have some people say, man, I want to hear more about the infrastructure of the city. I want to hear more about meaning from a governmental standpoint. I want to hear more about what is going on in this city because there, there's a lot of um, 
Uh, there's a lot of money, old money, and um, good old boy network in this city. For all the things there are to love about it, there's a lot of things that are pretty stupid about it, too. Um, but there really hasn't been that much to talk about recently. The Hamilton County budget was released the other day, um, voted on by the city council, and a lot of people were pissed off about that. Um, I, I'm i going to make the argument that I think a lot of people listening to anything I do right now don't really care about that. I could be wrong. I could be wrong. At Stone on Air on all social media, especially Twitter. If you're not on Twitter, why, first of all? And uh, if you are, follow along, and there's a very high likelihood I'll follow you back. Tell me. Hit me up. At Stone on Air, all social media. Fine. You don't want to use Twitter? Use any of the other ones. It's all at Stone on Air. Um, I don't think people really care about it. Uh because I don't think people really understand it all that much. And I think right now we're in such a polarized, weird spot when it comes to governments and, uh, you know, leaders, uh, whether it be of a state, of a city, of a county, or of a, yep, of a country. It's, um, it's an interesting place that we're at. Um, I think we have a liar for a mayor. And I think um, we will do better once we get a different mayor in here. Now, I'm not trying to be a hater, but I am also not the guy who's going to sit here and just praise everything that this city does, because this city does a lot of stupid stuff, and there's a lot of backroom, backhanded, you know, underhanded deals that are worth calling out, and then sometimes we put on events that don't work worth a damn, and sometimes we do things like Riverbend that absolutely suck and embarrass the city, and I'm going to call those things out when I see them, not to be a jerk, not to, uh, to, not to just you know, make stuff up, you know, to be inauthentic and just try to come up with something to be controversial about. It's because I, I, I love this city with the bottom, to the bottom of my heart. And I point out all the things that are great about it, and I point out all the things that suck about it. And But when it comes down to news like that from the mayor's office or from the Hamlet County uh, budget or, you know, because there was some of the schools felt like they got squeezed a little bit, Right now, I think it's just a little boring. There's not a whole lot out there right now. So, it, And it's also in the middle of festival season and concert season. So I've been focusing on that the last few weeks. And I'm going to do that some more today. But let me, uh, I, I just walked a, around the world to go 10 feet. I know I do that sometimes. So let me get to where I'm getting today. Um, first of all, I want to, uh, let's, let's lay out what's coming up. In Stone's Throw, two issues that I have that come from social media. One is the lack of emotional Social media self-control, which you see everywhere in all different walks of social media life. And the feeling, and I, I get this from uh, from Jeff Styles back from that old boring, crappy uh, amateur radio station, Talk Radio 102.3. This is one of the things that he said that I always agree with him. He thinks, he would always say, just because you put it on Facebook doesn't mean you've actually told anybody. Just because you've announced something on social media doesn't mean you've actually done anything. Now, he comes from a different angle than I do, but I agree with him on that specific angle. Just because you have a Facebook page, just because you have a Facebook event page, doesn't mean you've done anything. And in the world of sports, uh, celebrity, entertainment, and lots of and, and, and things along those lines, we always like... It's very, very easy to spend other people's money, and it's very, very easy to spend other people's time. 
And I'll get to that in the Stone's Throw segment from what started out as a thread that I put on Facebook that I thought would get like five mentions or five comments or five likes or no likes or whatever. I didn't have any expectations. I didn't care. Um, I put a, a simple question. I am interested in your thoughts in on make chat on make music day or make music Chattanooga, the make music day um, global event that started last year here in Chattanooga by my friend Taryn. And I was just curious. I had no involvement with it this year. I didn't have much involvement in the first year, but I did attend some of the events because I wanted to just show support. I didn't at all this year. It was an honest question. This freaking thing blew up. Blew up. Hundreds and hundreds of responses. Um, it went for days. 50-some pages. I printed the whole thing off earlier. Most of it was constructive, but still can't help but some people still being assholes. Some people still can't stop just being self-controlless, social media, emotional jerks. And I'll get to that in the Stone's Throw segment. Coming up in the final segment after that, I am going to talk more about music, Make Music Day and Make Music Chattanooga and what it is and why it's here and why it's important because I do support it and I think it's a good idea. And, you're, and there's a very good possibility that you're sitting here right now saying, to hell is Make Music Chattanooga. What are you talking about? Well, that's the reason for going down this road. Do that in the third segment. And then in the final internet only at ChattanoogaTalks.com at 10 a.m. every Wednesday, I'm going to talk about this uh, mayor, not excuse me, not mayor, police chief, Fred Fletcher on his way out the door and why he shouldn't have ever been police chief to begin with. And one of the best police chiefs that this city's ever seen is just sitting at home right now after being borderline humiliated by the current administration. That'll be on Chattanooga Talks. Dot com. One thing real quick, though, before I get to the Stone's Throw segment is that I have a little bit of a concern when it comes to to events, especially new events in this city. And we have a lot of them now, man. There's always something going on around here. And Hutton and Smith, a local uh, brewery, brew pub, tap house, and now making a, a bigger mass quantities of beer over at this new facility off of not Riverside Drive as you know it from as it turns into Amnicola Highway, but back behind the police center and take a left and take a right and take a left in a really odd place you would not have expected. There was a, a big local show this past weekend, and it was a celebration for Hutton and Smith's, I think, two-year anniversary. I can't remember. Maybe it's only one year. Whatever. I mean, look it up if you're that interested, but it's a it's a place that makes beer, and they're having a party. Whatever. Sounds cool to me, right? Well, the band's playing were the main reasons I wanted to go. I don't care about your craft beer. You're, you know, drink your craft beer, enjoy your craft beer, you know, sit around with your snob friends and talk about it. I don't care. Y'all have fun. I just like good, fun music and drinking whatever you have to provide. And there was music all day. Jonathan Wimpy early, a couple others I can't remember. I'm sorry uh, that I've forgotten that. But the two that I wanted to see were a couple of my favorites. Uh, Dan Pinson, his band Danimal Planet, and then Strung Like a Horse, one of the most popular bands in the Southeast, really from a, a regional standpoint. And I just, I, I, I have problems when events tend to operate. It feels like this. It might not be true, but it feels like this. That, okay, well, we already have your money, so we don't really care that you have to wait in line. These lines were terrible. This was not a really fun event. The fact that I was with people I liked and music I was really enjoying and the weather was pretty good, 
helped. It was uh, it was pretty crummy, really. And I, no matter what your event is, you need to spend more time figuring out your logistics and your lines and how many people are or are not going to be there. You can't have your your entire patrons standing in line all day. It's a bad look. It's a bad feel. And most people, if they don't walk away with a bad taste in their mouth because your beer sucks, they're going to walk away with a bad taste in your mouth because you just wasted half their night standing in lines. Most of us are having to stand in lines and do stupid crap every day of our regular lives. We don't want to go out and have, quote-unquote, fun and have to wait in a whole bunch of damn more lines. I get it. You gave me a beer when I walked in, and you had my money already, and you weren't really going to make a ton of money off these beer sales anyway, even though you might have made a lot more had these lines actually moved. I'm not mad at you, Hutton and Smith. I'm not mad at anybody who does this because we have these problems all the time. You know, It happens at Track 29 at times. I just wish there was more emphasis put on let's not treat our customers, our paying customers, our patrons. Let's not treat them like cattle. Let's not herd them. Let's let's make this a user friendly experience. Let's make the customer experience as high quality as possible. And I understand being a first time event or a one time event, you run into these issues. But making people sit around and stand for long, long, long periods of time while the entertainment's going on is a bad look. And uh, I'm not mad. I love all of you, and I had a great time because, I, again, I had quality people with me, and I had, a, I had a fun time. But, you know, again, if there was a bad taste in my mouth, and it wasn't just that disgusting pineapple IPA. Heads up. It's Stone's Throw. Wait, what? Oh, whoa. Back up the truck. What are you talking about? Is technology making us mentally ill? Look at me, I'm stupid, I can't do math. This is not making sense to the young adult anymore and they're tired of it. Does that satisfy you? Are you satisfied now? The Stone's Throw segment brought to you by your favorite local brewery here. So, when it comes to social media, there's two things that I think are very important to continue to think about and take very seriously. Just because you put it there doesn't mean anybody actually saw it. This is a kind of amazing what's happened with social media is that it has made regular, average, ordinary walking around Jim and Jills and Bills and you know, Marianne's all walking around thinking that what they're doing is actually important. And you might be doing something very important. You might be. But it's not because you, you're posting it on social media. And you might be doing something very interesting. But it's not because you posted it on social media. And you might be very, very important. But it's not because you've got a bunch of likes and, and, and favorites and everything else on social media. If you've got all those things and it makes you feel good, good for you. I'm happy for you. Not really. don't really care, but you get my point. Have fun with it. Enjoy it if you want. That's fine. I even have some of my contemporary close friends who laugh at me when I say this. I'm a social media freaking expert. I've been on this longer than you have because likely you're either too old or too young to have been on social media as long as I have. Now, do I, do I know how they all work perfectly and know how to you know, Snapchat like a champion? No. But I understand the concept and have done a little bit of dabbling in every single one of them since the beginning of, its, of, of, of the inception of the idea. So to act like I'm, I, I don't come from 
a, uh, a highly, quote-unquote, educated standpoint on this, it would be foolish of you to think, even though that I'm not as well-versed in all of them to the fullest degree. Again, Snapchat is a freaking drug. Are you seeing people doing this? I like it, too. I have a little bit of fun with it. Snapchat is a freaking drug. But there's two things that people are really struggling with on, so, on social media. The, the, the lack of emotional social media self-control is out of, out of control. And that's just, that's a, uh, a variation of just lack of self-control in your regular life anyway. Like, I can't, I gotta post, I can't, oh, screw that person, I gotta post now, I can't wait, I can't do it later, I can't think about it, I have to post now. Oh, you're a jerk, I block, bink, bink, dink, 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 yeah, no, that's happening every single day. And most of that comes from the political world, which I don't even touch in social media anymore, anymore. But then there's also the feeling that just because it's on Facebook or you have a Facebook page, you've somehow, you know, mass marketed because you have a Twitter and uh, which most of you don't, which is freaking foolish. You should have a Twitter, uh, but most of you don't or because you've tweeted and you Snapchatted and you've Instagram and you Facebooked that now you think you've somehow mass marketed. Social media has made people so remarkably selfish more selfish than everybody already was walking around. Nobody cares about your social media. Nobody cares if you got 50,000 you know, points on Snapchat. Nobody cares if you have 3,000 likes on Facebook. Nobody cares about this. But people walk around thinking it's some kind of, like they've, like they've earned something, like they've done something. Well, so this music, uh, Make Music Chattanooga thing happens last Wednesday, depending on when you're listening to this, obviously, but on June 21st, uh, the summer solstice. I'm going to get into the next segment on what Make Music Day is more specifically. But basically, it's a music event all day playing music in, a, in the city. I'll get, again, the specifics coming up. But this is the portion of the show where I am going to be kind of a jerk here because I am tired of people jumping to conclusions and not and and ex, ex, because they live their life through social media expecting and assuming that you do as well. So this make make music Chattanooga post that I put out there just asking very simply what do you think about this post? Or, or excuse me about this uh, event. What do you think about this event? I want to know. I'm just curious. It goes back and forth. Somebody's like, it's not planned well. Well, I don't know what you're talking about. It didn't get real nasty. But then, and if you want to know who wrote all these, you can go to the, the, the thread and look at it. But my friend Nate got on here and said, I, I don't even know what you're talking about. Nathan Gale used to be my old uh, videographer and, um, and producer and editor and all those things at the old station. It's like, I don't, I've never heard of this. What is it? And one of the posts here was, if you say you didn't hear about the event, then you need to come out from under the rock in which you've been living under. Like, because somehow, because of your lack of making sure that people know about it, this is somehow other people's fault. And then it went on, it goes on and on and on, and talking about why bigger bands in the city didn't play. Also, in my opinion, I think what would help is if some of the larger name musicians and artists would have been a part of the event. I feel like some didn't because it's not a paid event, which is, and I guess this is like a, a poop emo emoji or like crap or the S word, whatever. Take one for the team for the sake of the scene in your own city. Dan will plan it. Strung like a horse. Communicators. Nick Lutzko. And don't even talk about being too busy because I played. Like you 
are so busy, but you fit it in. But the rest of us or anybody else in the scene, well, we weren't busy or we weren't as busy as you. Nathan says, well, funny, I live in the, I work in the media and I've never heard of this event until here. Da, da, da. And then Nathan Gale, how is that anyone's fault but your own? I jumped in there and I had to say, and I just had to fire back just a little bit. If Nathan Gale, who has worked in the media for years, didn't hear about an event, that doesn't mean he's at fault. Part of the problem here is many people live their lives through their social media and just assume everybody else does as well. Just because you have a Facebook page doesn't mean you've mass marketed. And then, of course, it's like, oh, you're missing the point, bro. You don't, uh, I don't understand, whatever, dude. Then, also, as you pointed out in your expecting backlash over the comment about bigger names playing for free, there's only so long working professionals in any field can work for free. If an event doesn't have a budget to pay its participants, that's not anybody's problem other than the event. They are more established for a variety of reasons, and one is they've likely already played countless events for free. Then response, Brian Stone, you're missing the point completely. It's about community and seeing a bigger purpose. All right. So I look at this, and you see this in sports, and I mentioned just a few minutes ago, and other entertainment things where there's large money being made. And you hear, oh, well, he should have taken less to play for that team. Or that guy should have taken less to make that movie or to be involved with that event. And in this case, now, the argument in this thread of emotionally self-controlless people is, well, they, uh, I had time and I'm busy. Why didn't you find time? It's very easy to spend other people's money. And it's very easy to spend other people's time. And in my experience, money and time aren't that big of a difference. I can always get more money. I can always go s- deliver some pizzas. I can also always go sling some newspapers. I can always go wash some dishes. I can always go park some cars. I can go get some more money. I can never get more time. And so to casually and just easily spend other people's money and time is kind of arrogant of you. And it's not a good look. And it kind of makes you sound like, well, just to be, you know, simpleton about it, a damn idiot. So I post, it's pretty simple to casually and hypothetically spend other people's time. To the response, well, it's also pretty simple to constantly put down everything and anyone's opinion or ideas. There are always flaws. Sometimes it helps to look at the possibilities instead. Oh, I don't know. Probably just another thought for you to squash or to belittle. Again, lack of emotional social media self-control. I'll respond a few minutes later. Find me an example where I've done anything you just mentioned on this thread. Speaking of time, let me save some for you. You're not going to find any such thing. And this is also a post that started earlier that said, oh, well, I haven't read the entire thread, but now let me post and now let me accuse you of doing things that you have not done. Now, I'm not Mr. Pom Pom Shaken. This city can do no wrong. This scene can do no wrong. The people I know, like, and love, and hate, and anybody else can do no wrong at all. I call it like I see it. This was lame, man. That was lame. And if you're involved in this, you know where that came from. That was lame, and that was 
social media lack of emotional self-control. And the assumption that just because you're on Facebook or just because you're on all over social media and you have these huge numbers that you're so freaking proud of because you live your entire life through social media, that somehow if anybody else doesn't do that lame-ass existence of a life, that somehow they are less important. They are less informed. That's not how this works. That's not what this is about. My name is Brian Stone. This is the Stone On Air podcast. And coming back, I'm going to shift back into the good parts and the constructive criticisms that came from this thread on Facebook about the Make Music Chattanooga event and the Make Music Day overall global event. And I'll give you some uh, some, some thoughts as to what I think can be done better into the future, uh, some credit to the people who were involved with putting it on, and some of the good ideas that came from this thread. There was only a couple people, one in particular, that totally sucked in this conversation. Most everybody else was was a, was was pretty good. Again, you want to read the play-by-play? Go read it. It's not that interesting. It's not that entertaining. I don't highly suggest that you do it. But this city is trying to be real, trying to be authentic, and trying to be a real music-enriching city. And events like this help that to happen. So in the end, we're all looking for the same thing. In the end, we're all pulling for the same thing, and we're all on the same team. It's just some people can't get their damn emotions under control. This is Danimal Planet, live from the old show at the old radio station at uh, that uh, amateur hour, Talk Radio 102.3, and the Stone On Air show. It's called Rust. Coming up, I'll tell you more about Make Music Chattanooga and how this thing can be a bigger event and a very fun event, and I want you to know about it. And that's why I'm talking about it on the Stone On Air podcast. The most listened to, the most downloaded, the most easily accessible show in the city of Chattanooga. Like, share, and always love. Rate and review if you get a chance. And always online at stoneonair.com. And I will be right back. play some music how about it guys all right live strong like a horse one two ready and welcome back to the show this is another cut from the old radio show stone on air before it became a standalone podcast this is strong like a horse live with me and nathan and tara that radio station's a bunch of losers, but man, that was a fun show. It don't mean to break, but if all I had was you, I'd be happy. 
love this city, man, and I am a supporter of things that are going on in this city. But I call out foolishness when I see it. So don't be a damn fool. I like it when you're naked in the doorway Laughing at the time we had Oh, I like it when you're naked Making coffee in the morning Especially when you bring it to bed This show was on April 10th, 2016 It was my 36th birthday On a Sunday evening Back nine of the Masters was on the TV screen A cooler full of beer (laughs) Surprised we got away with that one um, strong in the studio, live radio for an hour, almost flawless, almost flawless. Nathan rolling tape, video, Tara running the board who booked the show, Tara V booked the strong band on. I didn't know them before then. I knew who they were. I mean, I'd met BJ and uh, Clay a time or two, but I, I wasn't friends with them or anything. Tara put that show together. That, that episode which you can find on the youtube channel is it is the gold standard example of what i was trying to do when i set out to do a show like that and it's still pretty much the goal long term is to do things like that but it's that was more of a local music show this is not that's not what this podcast is this podcast is whatever the hell i feel like being and uh, sometimes I do some live music. Haven't done anything in a few months. I think Rick Rushy might have been the last one I did. But uh, if you want to know what I was hoping for and what I was dreaming when I put together that show, April 10th, 2016 on YouTube or just listen to the audio at uh, any of the, the podcast apps or at stoneonair.com. It, uh, that show was great. That show was great. It was borderline flawless. And I'm really, really, really proud of it. And I couldn't have done it by myself. And I couldn't have done it without an incredible guest. I couldn't have done it without incredible um, uh, help and coworkers, and uh, those are some fun days. Not, not. I don't miss that piece of crap radio station, but I do miss some of the things we were able to to put together because that was a lot of fun. So, make music Chattanooga, make music day. What is that coming up in uh, less than a minute? I'll get started on that. Coming up in the final segment here of the uh, Stone on Air podcast that will be aired only on uh, online. It'll be on my website and on chattingatalks.com. Now, if you download this podcast just through your app, you're, this is the final segment. But at the website and at chattingatalks.com every Wednesday at 10, you can get the super secret segment. And uh, I encourage you to take a look at that website. If it's for you, you like it, great. If you don't, fine. That's cool, too. Whatever. I'm not, I'm not here to tell you what to do. But so Make Music Chattanooga. Where did that come from? Well, it came from Make Music Day. What is Make Music Day? A lot of people don't know. Again, that was part of the reason for doing this podcast today was to get into that. Plus, I was pissed off at one of these idiots on, uh, on the thread. Overall, it was a good constructive thread. Let's see. About Make Music. Last year, meaning 2016, over 750 cities around the world threw citywide music celebrations on June 21st. June 21st is the summer solstice, the longest day of the year. And I'm a big fan of daylight, so I like the longest day of the year. It all started 35 years ago in France. In 1982, Jack Lang and his staff at the Ministry of Culture dreamed up an idea for a new kind of musical holiday. They imagined a day where free live music would be everywhere, street corners and parks, rooftops and gardens, storefronts and mountaintops. And unlike a typical music festival, anyone and 
everyone would be invited to join and play music or host performances. The event would take place on the summer solstice, June 21st, and would be called, forgive my French here, but Fete de la Musique. It might be close, I don't know. In French, the name means both Festival of Music and Make Music. Amazingly enough, this dream has come true. The Fete has turned into a true national holiday. France shuts down on the summer solstice and musicians take over. Almost 8% of the country, that's 5 million people, have played an instrument or sung in public for the Fete de la Musique. Whatever the hell I'm supposed to say. Three decades later, the holiday has spread throughout the world and is now celebrated in more than 120 countries. In the U.S., the presenting sponsor is the NAMM Foundation. I don't know what NAMM stands for. About Make Music Chattanooga. Make Music Chattanooga was started as part of the Make Music Day celebration. Held annually on the 21st, Make Music Day is a part of the International Festival taking place in 700 cities and 120 countries. A day-long music free-for-all celebration is for music in all its forms, encouraging people to band together and play in, for free in public concerts. And if you, and then it goes on to say some of the same information I just read. If you're interested in more of this information, especially I'll talk about it more next year, but right now, makemusicday.org slash Chattanooga. Makemusicday.org slash Chattanooga. This was something they put out in March. It was a, uh, it didn't look like it was a press release proper, but it was close. Um, musicians and venues needed for citywide celebration of local music, March 1st, 2017. Registration is now open to all Chattanooga musicians, businesses, and organizations interested in being part of Make Music Day Chattanooga. In 2016, Chattanooga joined in the global celebration Make Music Day with the first ever Make Music Chattanooga presenting over 70 free outdoor concerts and music-making events throughout the city. And that was last year, and I went to a few of them, and I was impressed at uh, how well Tara, or T Taryn, I should say, not Tara, Taryn Balwinski, um, did with this with this idea. And it, it, is, it is a free thing that's very, very budgetless in most scenarios, and this would be one of those. And... I, I think it's a cool idea, and I hope it continues to go, and I hope more people know about it. But unfortunately, a lot of people didn't know about it, and instead of people trying to dis dis discuss how we can make sure people know more about it, people just got pissed off you didn't know. Hey, what do you know? What, are you stupid or something? What, you're not on Facebook 24 hours a day? What, you don't live your life through Snapchat? How did you not know this? Because I don't do all those stupid things, dude. Because I'm living a real life over here. I, I mean, I, I know you got a funny little filter on your stupid Snapchat. I'm over here doing a real life. So that's why some people didn't know. So I just ran through some of this, and I'll just give you some of the responses from the social media Facebook thread that I had out there. It said, serious question. I am interested in your thoughts on Make Music Chattanooga 2017. And that was it. Then it was, when does it happen? I didn't know about it either. Happened yesterday. Another one from Christopher. Wasn't it while we were all working? Eric Brown says, as per usual, in Chattanooga, great idea, poor execution. Jonathan Sussman, who does a lot for the city and is a good buddy of mine, jumped in and said, how is it poor execution? It's basically one person who organized small performances all over the city. That's not easy. 
And it goes on from there. Eric jumps in. Again, he's not trying to be an antagonist. He's not trying to be combative. Don't get me wrong. I think the whole concept is great. I love local music, art, and all the good people that promote it and work so hard to bring it to the masses. You yourself very much included my friend. Talking to Jonathan Sussman. He's a lot of people who are being mostly cool-headed, except for the one jerk. Um, Lacey says, um, uh, Lacey Joe says, what Sussman said. I could very well say part of Chattanooga's problem may also be that people like to complain about things without really going to check it out and not support them when they're trying to get it off the ground. It goes on and on. Barry Corder, my buddy from the Chattanooga Times Free Press, is what Jonathan Sussman said. Buddy Shirk jumps in and says, My thoughts is it's a wonderful idea. Lots of work and better organized than parking day has ever been. It mirrors and performer concept as main times 24, and they have software that enables participants to join events and make their own schedules. Taryn Balinski, the, really the person who put this whole idea together, said, I consider Chattanooga second make music day a major success. We don't choose the day it falls on. It's celebrated on the 21st with 700 plus and all those numbers we just gave out. I'm sorry to anyone who may have missed our events due to it being during the week. Nathan Gale, my buddy, says, I do not remember seeing a presser on this. Um, Brian Stone, that would be me. I said, uh, thanks to Lacey and Eric and Taryn and Sussman and Barry and Buddy and Robin and all the people who had showed interest in this thread. I wasn't able to be involved this year, was generally interested in what people thought. Please, if you have any more thoughts, continue. Then Barry posts their uh, Music Wednesday that he did uh, with uh, Leslie Dale on the Times Free Press website. My buddy Brad Steiner, who's good friends with a lot of the people I've mentioned here. Uh, I have no idea what this event is. Literally the first I've heard of it. And then there's th- talk about money. That goes back to the the, the the kind of asshole sections we were having there of like, oh, well, you're just talking bad and you're just being a jerk. Well, actually, no, I wasn't doing that at all. Can you get your emotions under control over there? Terrence says, I, don't, I do not want to talk about money, but it feels important to mention that some of the venues and donors did choose to pay a few performers and event leaders for their time this year. Make Music Chattanooga does not and will not be paying performers, but we encourage others to do so. And it goes on from there. And Nathan Gale says, how many podcasts can you get out of this one, Stone on Air? And Taryn says, a Make Music Chattanooga miniseries, perhaps. I said, I already have a segment carved out for next Wednesday. That'd be the show you're listening to right now. And I said, Taryn, that's a great idea. We could do a few shows leading up to the event next year and possibly record one live on the day of. Lots of possibilities. She says she loves the idea. And then some people were like, well, what are the what are the qualifications or where?" can you charge or how does this work? So she said, our guidelines are it's free. No tickets, no musicians or audience members are charged. Participatory, open to any musicians at any level who wish to participate, featuring live music performances for all ages and genres, no restrictions of of, of any kinds of music, at multiple venues, not just one concert in one location, in public spaces that are accessible and welcoming to anyone, and on June 21st, the summer solstice, the longest day of the year. And that is just a handful of the responses on a Facebook thread of mine that went absolutely crazy because people, first of all, were mostly giving really good suggestions and good constructive criticism, except for really one person that couldn't get out of their own way. 
and couldn't stop being a jerk just because their emotional face social media self-control is a disaster this is the most listened to podcast in the city i appreciate you finding it coming up next on the website edition of the show and on chattanoogatalks.com edition of the show i'm gonna talk about the outgoing police chief and why i don't really care about him all that much considering we used to have the best police chief this city has seen in the last i don't know at least my time 20 25 years and coming up here soon i'm hopefully going to be doing a show down at one of the second saturdays at songbirds and hopefully have some cool guests that i have not exactly ironed out yet i'll tell you more about that at stone on air speaking of which on all the social medias and i promise you I will keep my social media self-control emotionally under control. And just because you're not on the social media of my choice, which is Twitter, I'm not going to shame you for it and make you seem like you're a dumbass for that. Appreciate you guys hanging with me today. I'm going to put the wraps on this thing. Do not be a fraud. The truth is easy to remember. And this space is growing in 2017. We're halfway through this, baby, man. It's been a great year so far, and I appreciate you being here. We'll talk to you later soon. Bye. This is Danimal Planet, once again live from the old show from that amateur radio station. This song is called Ignorance Prevails. And we'll talk to you guys again soon. See you back.